Welcome to the Wicked Brassity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 64, Fate and Free Will, the astrology for the week of February 28th through March 6th. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the central time zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. This week is bananas. I'm just going to warn you now, I'm going to be nerding out a lot. It might help if you think of this week as having an Act 1 and an Act 2. Monday is the prologue. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are Act 1. Friday is a bit of an intermission, and Act 2 is Saturday and Sunday. I've been thinking about these next couple of weeks for more than a year. It's magical and delicious and dreamy and the light at the end of the tunnel that so many people have been waiting for. Does that mean everything you want is going to manifest and peace will reign for a thousand years? Sadly, no. Especially that peace bit, but it does mean there's hope and magic in the air to help you find a path forward. Monday is a serious day, but to be fair, it's kind of a serious week. Use it to think about what you really want and what you want to be done with, because by Sunday, it's time to set off towards that new destination we've been talking about. Practically speaking, get must-do things out of the way, have important conversations, and make plans for the rest of the week. Tuesday, the moon is void until nearly 3 p.m., which makes it a quieter day, and since the moon is still in Aquarius, it's still pretty darn productive. Once the moon moves into Pisces, it's time to say goodbye. There's power in letting things, ideas, beliefs, old patterns, habits, and people go with ritual. I'm a fan of writing it out and lighting it on fire, but really, anything you do with intent counts. Donate his old sweater to charity, clean out the pantry of the foods you like to binge on to avoid your feelings, set up limits for the amount of time you can spend on social media or unfollow people or anything else that symbolically represents the part of your life you know has to go and make way for the life you want. I've been talking about this since the Leo full moon and more broadly since Venus retrograde began back in November of 2021. So you may have already made the decisions about what this will be. I know I have. (laughs) But I haven't done it with ritual. That's what Tuesday night is for, or Wednesday morning before the new moon. It doesn't have to be showy, and it doesn't have to include telling anyone else. Most magic is done in solitude. Most transformation happens when we are alone with our thoughts. It's why so few people want to be in the stillness. We resist the quiet because the truth that it reveals challenges us and makes us grow in ways that are far more uncomfortable than the discomfort of the familiar that no longer serves our growth. Are you ready to really have your mind blown at the synchronicities of cycles and the nudges of the cosmos? All right. Venus went retrograde at 4.35 a.m. on December 19th at 26 degrees, 29 minutes of Capricorn. That whole retrograde cycle was a reevaluation of the last two years of a specific area in our individual charts and of our ideals about relationships. She'll be out of her shadow at 9 p.m. Tuesday night and moving into new territory again. That's a whole lot of letting go of past energy and getting ready for the future. Astrology just blows my mind, like, all the time. Wednesday is go time. I don't know what you want, but I want it for you, and this Pisces new moon wants it for you. But you are going to have to do the work to get the thing, and the dreaming and the planning and the figuring it out starts today. Literally all of the planets are in on the helping you out party. I'm going to lay out all the astro nerd bits so you really understand. And I'm going to go in chronological order. Mercury is conjunct, which just means snuggled up to Saturn. The vibe is planning for the future you want, the practical, pragmatic, detail-oriented steps you need if you want to create change. This isn't daydreaming about a castle, it's drafting a blueprint. The moon is sextile, which is kind of like blowing kisses, to Uranus. 
And that's thinking outside of the box or the limitations you've been placing on yourself and your dreams. The moon and the sun and Jupiter are conjunct. And oh my gosh, I love this so much. This is expansive, hopeful, idealistic, confident, optimistic, dream your biggest, most beautiful dream kind of energy. You get to keep this energy throughout the weekend because a Sun-Jupiter conjunction isn't exact until Saturday. Now, the next three aspects are technically exact Thursday between 2.43 and 11.55 a.m., but all of the energy is baked into the new moon. Mars and Venus and Pluto are conjunct. This is a big contributor to everything I said about what you are releasing. It's transformation time and you're ready to do the work. Finally, the moon wraps it all up by snuggling up to dreamy Neptune. This is intuition and imagination and a great way to tie everything together. So for those of you keeping score at home, the planets tied into this Pisces new moon include the Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And if you don't remember what all of the planets are, that's all of them. It's a big giant deal of a new moon, and for the love of all that is magical in this world, I hope you are going to use it to plan your future. It's also a really great day to launch new things if you've been planning already. Thursday continues to reinforce the themes of the new moon. Remember, this isn't a dream and say positive affirmations kind of manifestation. Schedule the things and make appointments to talk to the people. Friday, you get a little breather because, let's be honest, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were a whole lot of butterflying and you might need to recover. Even if you decided your cocoon was cozy and you hid from the world, there were people in your life who were probably a little or a lot extra, and you may need to recover from them. Either way, Friday is a nice quiet day where the planets are all taking a little breather so you can catch up with work before Act 2. It's also a pretty great night to go do something fun. Saturday is so good! The Sun-Jupiter conjunction is exact at 8.06am and before dawn on Sunday we have Mars and Venus moving out of Capricorn and let's all just take a moment to do a little happy dance in anticipation of them getting away from Pluto and moving in to Aquarius before they join at 1.12am Sunday morning. I'm talking about it now so you can use it Saturday night for all of the adult themed fun you can think of and implement as that Mars-Venus conjunction moves towards being exact in a brand new territory far, far, far away from the Plutonian influence of the past. In general, Saturday is a good day for writing and communicating your thoughts and feelings with clarity, even if those feelings are a little on the intense side. Sunday. Sunday is a day to move forward with manifestation. You know what you want. You have a plan forward, hopefully. And all that's left to do is jump in with both feet. Mars and Venus breaking free of Capricorn and joining forces at the exact degree of the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in December of 2020 is fire. And when you add to that the first little crescent of the moon becoming visible again shortly after, it's when I'll begin to execute the plans I've been dreaming up all week. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time. My wish for you is the faith of a child at Christmas and the future of your dreams and the determination of a pragmatist to bring it into being.